0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. The strong wind signal number three is now in force after just under 24 hours of the number eight warning. The pastor helping murder suspect Chan Tong Kai says he's left the police safe house and police officers from Hong Kong Island's emergency unit will be equipped with new pepper spray launchers from Sunday. The observatory says it will lower the number 3 typhoon signal to a number 1 when local winds subside further. The weather bureau dropped signal 8 at 4:40 p.m. this afternoon after Kompasu made a landfall over Hainan Island. The higher signal had been up for nearly 24 hours. Violet Wong begins our coverage on the storm's impact.
1: The second number 8 storm signal to hit Hong Kong in just 4 days brought the city to a standstill after it was raised at 5.20pm yesterday. The storm signal stayed up for much of the day, forcing school classes, government facilities, including vaccination centres and the stock market to close for the entire day. Public transport was seriously disrupted, with ferry and most bus services being suspended. The MTR provided limited services, with trains on most of its rail lines running at 10-minute intervals. The government says one man died and 20 others were injured during Kampasu. There were 72 reports of fallen trees and 10 cases of flooding. That was the case in the village of Sam Chun in Lei Yu Moon, with villagers there having to wade through knee-high water. The waterfront at Hang Chun also saw some flooding, but that didn't deter thrill-seekers who gathered at the promenade to feel the effects of the storm firsthand.
0: The pastor helping murder suspect Chan Kai says he had left a police safe house since June. As Damon Pang reports, the police refused to comment on the case citing its sensitivity.
2: Responding to media inquiries, Reverend Peter Kuhn did not say where Mr. Chan lives now, but described it as a place where people won't easily come into contact with him. He said police stopped providing protection to Mr. Chan four months ago after assessing the situation. The pastor added that the murder suspect still wants to surrender himself to Taiwan authorities. When Mr. Chan can make the trip depends on the visa situation, Reverend Kuhn said. Mr. Chan is accused of killing his pregnant girlfriend, Pun Hu Wing, in Taipei in 2018. The SAR government had cited the case to push the now-abandoned extradition bill in 2019, which led to months of protests in Hong Kong. Mr. Chen has served a 29-month prison term in the SAR for money laundering but has not been tried for murder. The police have refused to comment, saying it will not disclose details of the case to ensure safety and confidentiality.
0: The police say a new weapon they are introducing in the wake of the social unrest of 2019 will help officers fire pepper spray at suspects more accurately. Timmy Sung reports the
3: pistol-like launcher can fire four rounds of pepper solution from up to seven meters away. Hong Kong Island's emergency unit will be equipped with the device from Sunday as part of a three-month trial that will determine whether all frontline officers should be given them. Police say the pepper solution will not cause permanent damage to the target and all effects such as coughing, irritation to the eyes, nausea and skin swirling should subside within 45 minutes. The Switzerland-based manufacturer of the launcher says a safe distance to fire the weapon is at least 1.5 meters from the target. Superintendent Yun Weng Hong said the force's internal guidelines are even more stringent than those of the manufacturer.
2: The manufacturer's guidelines say it's OK to aim at the head, whereas we tell officers to aim at the centre mass of the body. Will there be a problem if it's fired at close range? I think if you shoot people in the eye at a distance of zero metres, of course there will be consequences.
3: Superintendent Yun says the launcher could be used against people without weapons, depending on the threat. Police say the barrel of the launchers is orange in colour, and the weapon will be placed on officer's chest so they don't mix them up with the normal gun.
0: Do the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow, fresh to strong easterly winds, occasional gales on high ground at first. Winds will weaken gradually, mainly cloudy with a few showers, more showers tomorrow morning. Sunny intervals during the day, temperatures will range between 25 and 29 degrees. Seas will be rough with swells. Forecasters say there will still be occasional showers on Friday. The temperature now is 27 degrees and the humidity is 90%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 past 11. Back to our main story on severe tropical storm Kampasu. Some people have said they went about their business despite the typhoon signal number 8 being in place earlier. Some restaurants, supermarkets and convenience stores were open. This passerby said he travelled from Chaiwan to go for yum cha in Causeway Bay. We didn't stock up on food supplies at home so we
3: went out. The typhoon will only last a day or so, not a month. Why panic by? It's not too windy now and their transportation is not too dangerous. <laughs>
0: Sources have told RTHK that a man has been arrested on Lama Island over the death of a taxi driver in Sai pun Police started the manhunt after the driver was attacked and wounded in the neck when his vehicle arrived at the intersection of Eastern Street and Queens Road West. The 48-year-old driver died after he was rushed to hospital. Officers had seized a chopper which they believe was used in the attack. The government says newly recruited civil servants will have to take a test on the national security law. Damon Pang reports.
2: In papers submitted to the legislature, the Civil Service Bureau says the tests, in addition to those already given on the basic law, are expected to be introduced by the middle of next year. It says the new requirement will encourage potential recruits to learn more about the security legislation. The Bureau says it's necessary for civil servants to have a correct understanding of the security law and the correct understanding of the constitutional order is vastly important for the robustness of the one country, two systems principle. It adds that it has strengthened the training of staff over the constitution, the basic law and the national security law, and a more systematic training structure will be established to set out mandatory courses for different levels of staff.
0: Leung Chaoting from the Federation of Civil Service Unions says he's concerned the new tests would make the jobs less attractive for some frontline or lower-ranking staff. But the senior government officers' association chairman, Li Fongcheng, disagrees. The basic law test is
4: quite simple, consisting of only 15 multiple-choice questions. And I believe that the national law test will be similar. It will be quite simple. So I think Anyone want to join the government should be easy to prepare for the exam.
0: The liquidator of the Hong Kong Alliance in support of patriotic democratic movements of China, Richard Tsui, says he's, ha- he, he's ha- told the University of Hong Kong to contact the creator of Pillar of Shame over its plan to remove the statue from the campus. Last week, the university gave the alliance until 5 p.m. today to remove the sculpture. Natalie Ching reports.
1: Danish artist Jens Gauchut has claimed ownership of the Pillar of Shame sculpture and says he has hired lawyers in Hong Kong to follow up on
0: the University of Hong Kong's plans to remove it. He also says he hopes to move the sculpture out of Hong Kong without damage. Richard Choi says because Mr. Gauchut says he is the owner of the sculpture, it would be more appropriate for the university to deal with his lawyers directly.
1: Mr. Choi also says the university should preserve the sculpture in the name of academic freedom and freedom of speech. Last week, the University of Hong Kong said the pillar of shame needed to be removed or it would be deemed abandoned.
0: HKU says they are still seeking legal advice and working to handle the matter in a legal and reasonable manner. A concerned group says it may be an interesting idea to Chief Executive Carrie Lam, but subsidizing people in the queue for public rental housing is something they've been proposing for some time. Mrs. Lam said her comments about making the housing authority pay the subsidies wasn't a serious proposal after it resulted in speculation that she was trying to blame the authority for the long queue. Lai Kin Kwok from the Subdivided Flats concerning platform told Janice Wong that now the government faced less opposition in the community. He was more optimistic the process of building public flats could be streamlined and sped up.
4: There should be a, a subsidy to those uh, to, you know, living in the subdivisor to ease their, their uh, financial stress. So, but uh, I think to the residents, they don't concern where this money comes from, just only they got the subsidy from the government or other authorities.
1: All right. The, the chief executive Carrie Lam yesterday um, did mention that the Housing Authority um, can also look at ways to shorten the time for the preparation and construction of flats to uh, less than four or five years. Uh, what do you think of that? Do you agree?
4: I think uh, we are we are quite uh, uh, supporting that this should be shortened the waiting time. Uh, are also I think we, uh, the shortening the construction time we will be shortened the waiting time for those residents. But but the question is uh, how they can do it. I think that in the new uh, uh, political environment, it should be more easier because all those people who are in the, in the uh, government structures should support the government. So it's much more easier as, as they agree. As it's more more easier for the last uh, about uh, part of several years that there maybe many people, as they said, they were against the government. So now it should be more faster uh, time because uh, in the community there is more people supporting government. So it's much more easier for them to. To uh, come up with a in the community that they should be putting up more rental
0: housing. Overseas, William Shatner, famous for playing Captain James T. Kirk in the TV series Star Trek, has blasted off to the edge of space. The 90 year old joins three others aboard Blue Origin's New Shepard rocket for the company's second human space flight. A Palestinian official has said a group of Palestinian prisoners have begun a hunger strike to protest new restrictions imposed by the Israeli-run prison authorities. Kadura Fares, head of the Prisoners Club, said the hunger strike will take place across numerous Israeli detention facilities and comes after Israeli prison authorities forcibly removed uh, moved all members of the Islamic Jihad group in multiple prisons into designated rooms.
2: There are 250 prisoners from the Islamic Jihad group who have given their names as hunger strikers, and this number will certainly rise in the upcoming period. After seven days of the strike, 100 of the 250 will stop drinking water, that is, after one week, and at the same time, participants from other Palestinian factions like Fatah, Hamas, the Popular Resistance Committee, and the Democratic Front for the Liberation of Palestine, so from across the prisoners' movement, will join a hunger strike.
0: Last month, six Palestinian prisoners tunneled out of their cells and escaped from a high-security facility in the biggest prison break of its kind in decades. They've all been recaptured. The European Commission has outlined measures to combat surging energy prices which have curtailed industrial production and pushed up domestic heating bills as winter approaches. The Energy Commissioner, Kadri Simpson, encouraged Member States to make full use of a range of tax and subsidy options to cushion the impact. She urged a Member States to speed up a transition to renewable energy. We are not facing an energy price surge because of our climate policy or because renewable energy is expensive. We are facing it because the fossil fuel prices are spiking. We do not yet have enough of that green, affordable energy for everyone. We need to speed up the green transition, not slow it down. Russian President Vladimir Putin has said European countries should not blame Russia for high gas prices, saying they failed to replenish their stocks during the summer when costs were lower. He said the current shortages were due to systematic flaws in Europe's energy system, including the variability of supply from renewable sources such as wind. Speaking through an interpreter, Mr. Putin also told an energy forum in Moscow that Russia was aiming for net zero carbon emissions by 2060. Добиваться углеродной нейтральности своей экономики.
1: И мы оставим здесь конкретный ориентир не позднее 2060 года. Повторю то, о чем уже говорил. Сбережение климата –
3: это общая задача, задача всего человечества.
1: Предстоит большая, безусловно сложная.
0: Afghan refugees in South Korea have said they are building a new life after the trauma of leaving their homeland following the fall of Kabul to the Taliban in August. The refugees have been staying at a government facility in Jinshan, about two hours away from the capital, Seoul. They say they were determined to make the best of the opportunities they have in South Korea.
2: As long as we live in Korea, we would like to learn something and become something important If we had the chance to return back to Afghanistan, we would like to be something beneficial for the development of our country in the future, too. So it's a learning opportunity for us in here in South Korea, and it's a good opportunity for us. While we are here, we have to become something using the existing opportunities that is provided by the Korean government to learn and become something and be a beneficial person in the future in our country.
0: A reminder of our top stories tonight. The strong wind signal number three is now in force after just under 24 hours of the number eight warning. The pastor helping murder suspect Chan Tung Kai says he's left a police safe house and police officers from Hong Kong Island's emergency unit will be equipped with new pepper spray launchers from Sunday. The news from RTHK.
5: free Don't get me Oh uh-huh. Just a silly face.